Welcome to Airbnb with D. This is your host, Davana, and today's episode is about 21 questions to find clarity when you're feeling stuck. So stay tuned as I dive right in. Journaling has helped me to scale, to gain clarity on my goals, get serious about my vision, and I do believe it's something that will help you too. If you're listening to this, it's because you've seen the episode title and for some reason you feel like you're stuck. These questions are not only amazing with helping you gain clarity on your journey, your business plan, what have you, but it's also extremely helpful in helping you determine what exactly is keeping you stuck or holding you back. And sometimes you will be surprised to find out that that answer is just simply our own selves, our own thoughts, our own fears. So I'm hoping that you realize at the end of these journal prompts that you have more action in you than you thought and that you feel encouraged to make the move that you need to make for your business. So let's talk about prompts number one. 21 things that you can ask yourself to help you find clarity when you are feeling stuck. Number one, what would make me happy right now? The reason why this is so important that I talk about is because I want to talk about as we're in the hustle and bustle and adding side hustles onto our belt, you may even analyze because this has happened to some people where they have weighed starting an Airbnb and they've weighed the options with getting a fleet on Turo and they just decided they would rather do that, right? Maybe they already had a car that they were using and that it was just easier for them to start that way. And rather than using their business credit for an apartment, they just used it to gain more vehicles. Depending on what state you're in, that may actually be a very great idea. But then there are some people in a different state where Turo is not even as popular as you know it is in another place. So starting a fleet rental, Turo rental there really didn't make them any difference. They really didn't see any income and wish they would have started the Airbnb. I say that because as I, you know, dabbled into my different businesses and figured out what I wanted to do in life, I often knew that I loved beauty. I knew that I loved fashion, but I would do what I had to do to survive, right? So I loved makeup and there was a time that I was a professional makeup artist and I did makeup on others and I made great money, but I began to hate it. I began to hate makeup. I began to hate my back hurting, standing over. I quickly realized that that wasn't a service for me. And then I tried to do professional eyelashes, like, you know, mink eyelashes, the individual ones. Guys, I remember one of my friends, I I, I can't even believe that we don't talk about this now. She was coming over to let me, uh, you know, practice on her. She was my test. And I got the eyelash glue, like the permanent glue in her hair. So she had to cut a piece of her short hair out because the glue, guys, it was terrible. I hated it, I was embarrassed, I was mortified. And while I was doing that to add an extra stream of income, it didn't make me feel good and I actually didn't end up making that much money doing it because I was bad. So what would make you happy? You need to analyze that and then create a plan from there. What's standing in my way of that happiness? So the thing that you name, the thing that you would love to pursue, whether it is something like cosmetology, whether it's something like 
painting. I'm not sure anything, guys. What is standing in the way of that happiness? Is it what you believe others will view you as? It is it that's not what you had planned for your life. Get very clear on what's standing in between that because it may be a pro or maybe a con. What's draining my energy is number three. So every day that you get up, that you find yourself procrastinating or not being able to put action towards the thing that you know you need to do, right? Remember, self-sabotage is us knowing exactly what we need to do and not doing it. So what is it that drains your energy and leads you into a procrastination, self-sabotage cycle? Let's identify it. If it's the kids, if it's work, if it's school, let's identify it because it's in that identification that we can create a strategy to make this lighter for you. What do I need to give up or say no to or let go of? This is very important because I find myself asking this as I'm even contemplating renewing a property, a certain property. You know, this Airbnb short-term rental thing, the perk of us corporately leasing is that we can take that furniture, the funds that we've received and go to another community. My favorite strategy, especially for those newer businesses, is to go to a property management company that accepts you, stay with them for a year or two. After that, you now have the history and the age that you need to go to a more elite property. So if you need to give up a property, say that. If you need to say no to going out so that you actually have time to complete all of your business processes online, then you need to say no. If you need to let go of people around you that are too fearful to pursue their own goals, then that's what you need to let go of because those things are holding you back. How can I reprioritize my to-do list? This is something that's very important and has been just a beautiful lesson for me to learn with God's help because I am so analytical and I beat myself up so bad. Like, oh my gosh, I'll carry shame around. Like, why did I do this? I should have never done that. Like, I'll beat myself up so terribly to the point that it's like I almost didn't realize that I have a choice, right? I would always beat myself up when I realized that there were things that I didn't accomplish. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I should have just did this first. And then I realized you can. You can reprioritize what's important based off how not complete in these things makes you feel. I feel like in society or maybe growing up previously, we were taught to kind of bottle those feelings and just deal with them. Now we're seeing people more vulnerable and seeing people even get paid thousands of dollars for sharing the feelings that we've tried for years to act like don't exist. So If you are the type of person, and I'll just describe myself, if I got wind of a grant opportunity and that opportunity was two weeks out, and then three weeks later, I remember that I forgot to submit for that opportunity. Rather than just being like, oh darn, I missed it. I would really be upset, like affected, like, oh my God, I missed it. I always do this, it's so crazy. Well, then the thing is, if you know, and I know, that I feel this way when I miss out on things for my business, that I need to reprioritize, even if that means that I need to be hiring a personal assistant to complete the grant application for me, it's something I need to do because I need to honor and respect how certain things make me feel and realize that that just is part of the way that I'm created. And the more that I respect those feelings, 
the more that I actually push myself towards the goal. So next, what can I declutter physically or emotionally to find more ease and simplicity? Guys, you know this is so easy. What can I declutter physically and emotionally? This is the easiest thing to do for yourself because it's so personal. You don't have to, when you declutter, it could mean that you simply just decide to stop thinking about a person or a situation. You decide to stop playing it in your head. When you declutter physically, I mean, it could also mean that you get rid of things in your own home that limit your ability to think clearly. Clean up. Downsize. These things are things that you may have to do if you're stuck. So our next prompt is, what are three things I am most grateful for right now? This should be an easy one. You take yourself through that. And even if you're just most grateful for the fact that you're the first person in your family to start a business... Let's give yourself some congratulations so that you can feel confident enough to keep going forward. What are three people or who are three people I am most grateful for right now? This is a big one because one of those people should at least be someone that pushes you in business. And if you feel like right now you don't have someone that pushes you in business, you now know who you need to add to your team because part of the reason why you're feeling stuck could be because you don't have the support in that area. This is my favorite one. What am I really good at? What's my superpower? What am I really good at? What is my superpower? How often do we, are we allowed? I shouldn't say do we. How often are we allowed publicly to proclaim our superpower and give ourselves kudos for that without someone trying to tear down and say, oh, I do this better. or No, you could be a better. This is your time to really recognize what your strength is, what your power is, And then capitalize on it. Let's make some money from it. If you're a great administrative person, a great note taker, a great executioner, these are things that all lead to very profitable side hobbies. So let's identify that so that we can actually start using that and making some money from it. What would I be doing if money or other people's opinions didn't hold me back? This is a very important one because this is often that answer to this question right here is your true dream come true. Know what your true dream is. What am I afraid of? This is a good one. How can I confront those fears head on? One very powerful antidote for fear is knowledge. I can tell you that, right? Imagine someone that's afraid of like, you know, sharks going in the water. The moment they know that no sharks are there, the fear is gone. They're not even having the fear. The moment they are assured, oh no, no sharks are here. This is this type of water. Sharks don't even breed here. The fear is almost gone. You're, you're almost set of it. When a person is afraid that they're sick or waiting on results from the doctor's office, knowing immediately that they're okay, that knowledge, it actually makes them feel better. Even before they know that knowledge, a doctor simply letting them know, well, no, it wouldn't look like this if this were the case. We'll still test this for you, but it wouldn't look like this. Even that's confirmation and comforting to so many because knowledge is power. So I can tell you that knowledge completely obliterates fear. And if you are looking to crush fear, let's serve knowledge as the antidote. If you feel like, oh, you won't get approved for an apartment because you're a new business, let's first make sure you're in the Airbnb with the Facebook group and actually looking at the property management companies that accept new businesses so that you are not setting yourself up for failure. And then two, take the shot. It's there for you. 
Where do I feel out of alignment with the things that bring me joy? You have to write this down. You have to know this. Because if you hate something, nine times out of ten, it's not going to lead to your money making, your profit that you're looking for. What do I want to learn more about? This is very important because it's, it's important to always stay teachable. People that make money are always teachable. There's always something you can learn, whether it's how to keep your units booked, you know, 100% occupancy rate, or whether it's how to get a unit in the first place. What is it that you can learn? Write that down and seek out opportunities to do so. What accomplishment am I most proud of this month? You need to know that you are capable of making yourself proud. Detail something that you've made yourself proud of recently. What is a short-term goal I'm confident that I can achieve? There's something you can achieve, even if it's going to get your free EIN. Don't set yourself up and make yourself feel like you are capable of nothing. Do what you can until you've done all you can, all right? What small action can I take this week towards that goal? Write a very small action and accomplish it. That's how you start. And then another small action and then another and another. And before you know it, you've finished all the prerequisites needed before that big action can take place. How do I define success? That's so important. I was having a conversation with someone and they told me that their version of success was 20 Airbnbs. And that sounds like a headache to me. Being someone that's scaled to over 15, to me, that sounds like just as quiet. Like, I guys, my mouth is dropped right now. I'm just like looking like, because why do you want 20? Are you trying to get $200,000? Like 20,000? Like, what's the logic on it? I don't even understand it. So, They were just like, no, if you got 20, that just means you're doing really well. And I said, well, what if you had five that, you know, landed you at $100,000 a month? Would you think that you're doing well in that? And they were like, yeah, that would be very well. And I said, so why do you have to have 20? Why not just make a numerical goal? I would like to make $100,000 a quarter and then create the units necessary to make that possible. So when I said this to this person, they were like, oh, I didn't think about it this way. But in my head, that's the only way to think about it. But that's because I define success as an income level, a profit level. And this person defines success in that moment as a quantity level. And to be honest, you could have 20 Airbnbs. One of them is great and 19 of them failing. And that would actually put you in far more debt than even five successful ones will. So it's important to think about how you define success, make sure it's truly a success definition, and then let's go from there. What does my ideal day look like? Where are you, who are you with, and what are you doing? Let's begin to create a routine. A lot of us have never come from routines, we've never come from structures. We're the first in our family to even be breaking the curses that we're breaking, and kudos to us. But we have to know that with us doing that, there are going to become or there are going to come behaviors and patterns that we have to adapt, create in order to be the success story that our generation needs, that our family needs, okay? So in order to do that, we have to have a plan for our day. Again, what does that look like? Where are you? Who are you with? And what are you doing? Am I surrounding myself with people who bring out the best in me? 
a very, very serious question. If you find yourself every time talking to someone, there's someone you talk to, it could be a best friend, a cousin, you know how those pessimists are. You have a business idea and maybe you have so many business ideas. Maybe God just made you a business brain, right? But you talk to them, they're like, oh, that's not going to work. Or you don't do this or you don't do that. Stay away from those people. Stay away from the people that don't even try to hear the God in your business plan. Stay away from people that don't even try to pull the logic out. Because that is not what you need in your building phase. And then lastly, what is an important lesson that I've learned recently? What's something that you could say you've learned that you can take with you that not only you can implement in your business, your life, and maybe even share with others in your life or in your family that can help them in their business too? It's important that you know this. Now, these are journal prompts, things that I recommend you writing down. But you don't have to write this down. You can speak this out. You can do whatever you need to do. But long story short, it needs to be done because you need to know who you are, what you bring to the table, what your business is about, what your goals are about, how long it's going to take to realistically accomplish these goals, who can help you accomplish these goals, how much money it's going to take to accomplish these things. These questions help you get very serious, very clear, and very unstuck. And I just appreciate you for tuning in. If you have not already, please go to Instagram and follow Airbnb with D. And if you have not already joined the Facebook group, the link to do so is in this episode's description. Thank you so much for your support.